0: Welcome to Everything Scary. My name is Lynn and I'm here with my co-host, local celebrity. Mm -hmm. Sorry, sorry. International celebrity. Thank you. Matt McLean. Hello, hello. Every Tuesday we release a new episode, mostly true crime, but we've also been known to cover a pandemic, a haunting, a super mad, super strong chimpanzee. We'll cover anything and everything scary. Please rate us five stars and join us on Instagram at everythingscarypod. Here we go. Hello, hello. Hello. Welcome back to the third and final part of OJ Simpson.
1: Part number three.
0: If you feel like you haven't had quite enough of OJ yet, uh, we will be recording a Patreon bonus episode next week that will cover his robbery and battery case back in 2007.
1: Which is my favorite OJ trial.
0: Well, it's the one that sent him to jail, right? Yeah, (laughs) fuck you, OJ. (laughs) Which was finally the case that landed his ass in jail. But for now, let's go back to 1995. (laughs) <laughs> when we left off, we had just found out that Nicole had a lockbox. Inside it were only a few items. And it almost seemed as if Nicole was knew her fate and she was trying to guarantee that OJ would not get away with what he had done to her. Inside the lockbox was photos of herself, three polaroids to be exact. One of them was her younger self, covered in bruises with a red and swollen face. Oof. She had a journal that detailed the stalking of her by her ex-husband. Three apology letters from OJ to Nicole. Uh, oh, that's le- good. A last will and testament. and I, I a, don't know what that is. It's her last will, so just where all of her assets would go So after. a will yeah.
1: is short for last will and testament? Yeah. They're yeah. one and the same? hmm Oh, okay.
0: And a newspaper clipping from the night of January 1st, 1980, when OJ had put her in the hospital. And that was one case that had gotten out into the right, public.
1: Right, right. Jesus. you imagine even have, having like, to
0: think that way?
1: But good for, like, having the foresight. Right. I mean, well, it didn't mean shit, unfortunately, with yeah. OJ and, quote, Charlie. Yeah.
0: So OJ's defense dream team was F. Lee Bailey, who was a famed attorney and had experience with murder, Barry Sheck and Peter Neufeld for both DNA trial experts, Alan Dershowitz, who was a Harvard law professor and an expert and um
1: appellate, appellate. like an appellate court or an appellate, <laughs> an appellate judge. Court. Okay, there we go.
0: <laughs> you know what? You don't have to read all these words.
1: That is also true.
0: <laughs> so, and we have of course Johnny Cochran who was known for his representation of A-list celebrities such as P. Diddy, Tupac, Michael Jackson, Snoop Dogg, just to name a few. And then Kardashian was also an attorney, but he was also O.J.'s dear friend. But isn't that a conflict of interest? No.
1: I mean, I would defend you. If I was a lawyer, I would defend you, and that would be fine.
0: Work. But you said we're not friends. Well,
1: we're work friends. That counts. It's friends. You're such an That's asshole. It's friends in some spectrum of friendship.
0: Um, Did you know that we have the same keychain? You and I do? Yeah.
1: Oh, yes, we do. So. Yeah, that's true.
0: Who's best friends now?
1: Kingston Pen. Kingston <laughs> Pen. I did not even have it on my keychain. Oh! Because I don't want it to get scuffed up.
0: You know, you just don't want to have matching keychains with That's me.
1: right. I oh, looked at your crazy. keys. I was like, <laughs> not with that bitch.
0: Loser. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it only made sense to have Robert on the team. And Robert Shapiro, who John Travolta played in that movie. And uh-huh. it's kind of a deep <laughs> He was also one of Eric Menendez's lawyers. Shapiro? Yes, before Leslie Abramson
1: took over. Shapiro was like a big, uh, I think he's a big mental health advocate.
0: He's a big, big eyebrow guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then there's Sean Hawley, who was the only woman who represented OJ. And in a recent interview on TMZ, she more or less admitted to not believing that OJ had committed these crimes. Carl E. Douglas, who was an expert in police misconduct cases, and Gerald Human, who claims to have come up with the famous line that Johnny Cochran uses during the trial. If the glove doesn't fit, you must acquit.
1: And that was it.
0: That was that's how that, was his honestly
1: contribution. No, but <laughs> that's all evil. But I mean that too. They're to like, me. we brought
0: him here because he's a really he's a good rhymer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that to me is what got OJ off. The glove. That line.
0: Oh my god. It was
1: simple it rhymes i mean it's so easy to understand and i think that when you break something so complicated down to something so simple
0: you know what's bad too is that and i didn't include it in this case but in one of the many books that i read doing this case someone Listen said to
1: unaudible. audible
0: first of all you need to stop being so rude to me
1: <laughs> first of all how dare you <laughs>
0: I'm I'm a lady, and I will not tolerate— My
1: my apologies.
0: (laughs) But um, they said that when you're selecting a jury, you're going to get these people that are well-educated and well-paid, and they have these huge careers, Mm -hmm. and your job is only going to pay for 10 days of trial time. Yeah. So they said that if you're looking at an extra-long trial— 70% of your candidates dissipate as soon as they find out that it's going to be longer than a small trial. And these people that have these humongous careers are not going to take off a year for a trial. Right. So without saying it, what they're saying is that more or less what you're left with...
1: People with lower incomes.
0: Lower incomes, people that may not be as as well-educated. People, yeah, who have free time on their hands, like... And that's the problem because, mm-hmm. you know,
1: it is a jury of your peers, but it's not really.
0: Yeah, I mean, do you think OJ could take off a year and a bit to just listen to someone's trial? Like yeah. Hertz wouldn't be too happy about it. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, I wouldn't be renting cars from anybody but OJ. I'll tell you that. Well, that's that right what
1: say. Like, oh, I got to sit in front of uh, twelve people that were too dumb to get off a jury. Did day. he say that? No, that's just what people say it's like true. that's just something I've heard. Like and I I, I mean it's not true. Trials. Like I'm
0: sure there's people out there that have you know but
1: I've never been asked for jury duty.
0: Well that's probably a good thing. I We've would go a lot in of, a heartbeat. Yeah, but you're very like you would be on the DA's side all the time.
1: Yeah, I probably would be on the side of, of law and order.
0: Yeah, 100%. As a
1: yeah, from get. Yeah, you're right. I would be bad. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I'd be like, accused? Guilty. Wait, what about a trial? <laughs> nope. Sorry, my mind's made up and I'm stubborn.
0: Yeah, where's Panera Bread? That's they, right. they promised Panera.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, Side note, while we're talking about juries, highly recommend a show called Jury Duty. Is it is now James Marsden is on it. It is oh. fantastic.
0: Marsden, he's one of the handsome twins, isn't he?
1: I don't know if he's a twin, but he is handsome. I will give him that.
0: Yeah, blue eyes, right? Dark hair?
1: <laughs> Couldn't tell you. Dark hair for sure. But it's this guy... If you ever saw the Joe Schmo show, it's essentially the Truman show. Sounds like show. it was hard for you to say. It's essentially that this guy is on the Truman show. He's he's on jury duty, but everybody is an actor, and it's like a reality show. And it's terrific. James Marsden. I know who he is. You don't know. yet.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's super handsome. Okay, here come the letters.
1: Oh, I just told you about him. <laughs> I don't need to look at him. I said I admitted he was handsome. I said
0: put your shirt back on, I pervert. W- was <laughs> That's my line. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, he came up with this saying, if the glove doesn't fit, you must, must acquit. quit." 90s loved their rhymes. Yep. For the lead of the prosecution, it was Marsha Clark and Christopher Darden.
1: Oh, poor, oh, poor bastard. Eh? Oh. shit. Oh.
0: Christopher was actually solely responsible for the glove incident. He spoke with Marsha regarding it, and Marsha informed him that it would not add anything to their case by getting OJ to try on the glove. But if the demonstration was to fail, then that would negatively impact them. But he went behind her back and had OJ try on the glove anyways. OJ wore latex gloves and OJ was informed to stop taking his arthritis medication. It would cause his joints to swell and add to the believability that the glove was ill-fitting.
1: And let's not forget OJ's second career is as an actor. Like, like it's, come
0: on. It's almost too wild to believe that they were just like, he's like, uh, uh, mm?
1: Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. But at the time, I didn't know any of this pre trial, so I'm just like, holy! But did you watch?
0: He had a latex glove on, like that in itself. I know should have been a problem. I have like form fitting gloves, mm-hmm. and if I wore a latex glove without the arthritis stuff, it would be hard to get a glove well, on and my hands. Latex
1: hand. gloves aren't you know smooth; they're grippy, right. so it's Ste- going to be hard yeah. to pull
0: a leather glove over it to 1,000%. begin with. One yep. thousand percent,
1: yeah. And anyway. he
0: didn't try.
1: No! Why would he? <laughs> why would he? Jesus.
0: So, this was told on Good Morning America by Gilbert Garcetti, who was a former district attorney of Los Angeles. He would also say that Marsha Clark was not his first choice for prosecution. He wanted Bill Hodgman to be on the case, who was another prosecutor for the DA. But most interestingly, Gilbert, who goes by Gil, because you kind of have to. Yeah. Yeah said that during the trial, Jimmy Carter Mm. would come to a little town called Linwood.
1: Former peanut farmer, turned president.
0: (laughs) And he, Gil, drove out to meet him. I'm sure that everyone knows, but he was the 39th president from 1977 to 1981. And Gil asked to have a meeting with him regarding the case. Wow, that's odd. President Carter agreed, and they sat down, and Gil went over all of the facts, and the trial... And President Carter said to him, They're coming back, not guilty. And he was so certain about it, he would follow up by saying, of course he did it. We all know that he did it. But he's not some sort of a street thug. He's not a danger now to anyone else. And many innocent black men have been convicted and some have been executed. This is payback time.
1: Wow. Isn't that kind of a cool story? It's fucking President Carter.
0: Yeah. I wonder if Trump would have that kind of insight.
1: Uh, with a trial that has anything to do with race?
0: I don't think that Trump would have any any insight with anything that had to do with not calling himself wonderful.
1: (laughs) 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 I have like... What the fuck is that? That that was Trump. That was Trump. (laughs) I want to... Excuse me. It is me, the (laughs) president of the United States, Donald J. Trump. (laughs) Oh, there we go.
0: You made me drop my glasses now, too.
1: Donald J. Trump. The J stands for genius. <laughs> See, I always thought it was a great line. Oh, no. Do you want to pick up your glasses no, so you don't I'm roll good. over them? I'm what good. if you roll over them?
0: It's uh, my kids. They're going to
1: break. God forbid you leave them here and I return your glasses to your house. <laughs> oh, my
0: God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So... Gil said that he could not believe what he was hearing. He either expected a guilty or a hung jury. And if they had a hung jury, he was sure that if they were given enough time, they would be able to gather more evidence, and the celebrity of O.J. Simpson would also start to grow old. I don't know. O.J. had hired a mock jury. So this only for the rich and the famous because apparently it's very expensive to hire a mock jury. Okay. um, Before the trial ever started to see what gender and race would respond to him the best. And what he ended up with was a jury with one black man, one Hispanic man, two white women, and eight black women.
1: On the real OJ Uh, trial Yes, so they
0: did the mock jury to see, like, everybody that— thought that he was guilty, thought that he was innocent. They gave them all the facts and everything, and they found that black women were most sympathetic to O.J. OJ. Simpson. Hmm. When the jury did a walkthrough of O.J.'s Rockingham Mansion, all of the pictures of O.J. with white, rich people were removed, and they were replaced with pictures of him with black people.
1: For the black jury, or okay. the black jurors to see. It, it
0: was staging, is what they were doing. right. They essentially staged his home to appeal to the people who were walking through it, and they would say as much afterwards. Amazing.
1: Wasn't... I know it was like, you know, it was kind of a race trial, like after the, oh, the yeah. verdict. Oh, yeah, it happened right after saw, the Rodney King trial. Yeah, and LAPD and stuff. I just didn't realize how deep the well, racial tones know, to it went, like changing your pictures.
0: What was the the big magazine? Was
1: it Time? Oh, where they darkened his... They darkened his face. That's so fucked up. Right? Yeah, they, they darkened... I think it was his mugshot. Yeah, maybe. They, it was, yeah. yeah. They, they made him look darker. Darker. Yeah.
0: Isn't that not crazy? So, yeah, they would say as much when they staged this entire home. They would say that if the jury was mainly Mexican, they would have hung sombreros everywhere. What? That's what they, like, when they staged the home so that oh, it was appealing. Oh, I got, okay, if sure. If the jury so was Mexican, yeah, they course. would have hung sombreros everywhere yeah, is what they said. Yeah,
1: the jury was white, there would have been boxes of Kraft dinner everywhere. Ketchup. Ketchup <laughs> everywhere. No seasoning. <laughs>
0: I'm like, nobody bad loves ketchup this much.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, OJ's trial was, of course, televised. As I'm sure most of us know, in opening statements, Christopher Darden would paint OJ as a woman beater and Marcia Clark would talk about the trial of OJ's blood that led away from the victims and was also present in OJ's foyer. On January 25th, Johnny Cochran would get up for the defense and he would talk for two whole days. He would say that the DNA was not properly handled and therefore it was not viable. And unfortunately for the prosecution, he was right. The person who took the samples failed to change their latex glove in between taking different samples, wow. and therefore it was not viable.
1: Was that Fung?
0: Yes, Dennis Fung, and I have or, him in here too.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead.
0: You're so smart. It is amazing
1: it's, uh, how how much just, is kind of locked away in the back of your mind, and then like when you say forensics, I'm like Hung. Is that the guy? It was Fung, not Hung. Fung. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was talking about myself. Oh my god.
0: On March 9th, Mark Furman would take the stand. Marcia Clark had the foresight to call Mark Furman on her own because she knew that the defense would definitely call him and they would for sure paint him as a racist who planted evidence. Marcia was trying to get ahead of that, but on March 15th, F. Lee Bailey examined him and had him admit that he did in fact use racial slurs in his past. Johnny Cochran would later say that this case was infected by a dishonest and corrupt detective.
1: I mean, again, Cochran is brilliant.
0: Yes, yes, he is. He's very impressive. Again,
1: all of that little, t- all you need is just the shadow of it out.
0: And the thing is, a lot of people would say later, because it was, you know, spoiler alert, he's acquitted. What the fuck? <laughs> so a lot of people would say later that the black, People who were watching that were cheering Mm -hmm. were more so cheering for Johnny Cochran than they were OJ because he was so brilliant.
1: Yeah, right. Well, and for once, a black man against the LAPD is going free. Yes. Whereas, like, there's video of cops beating the piss out of Rodney King. Yeah.
0: Couldn't have happened. You know? Yeah.
1: And they all go free. Yeah, Uh, Get the fuck out of here.
0: It wasn't well-timed for O.J. to get guilty. Mm. So on April 3rd, Dennis Fung took the stand. He was the criminalist who did not change his gloves when collecting the DNA. Barry Sheck had him admit that that could, in fact, contaminate DNA, and it was standard protocol to change his gloves. June 15th, which is two days before the one-year anniversary, against Marcia's Wishes... Christopher Darden had O.J. try on the glove, and as we all know, it did not fit, and that's when Johnny Cochran's famous one-liner was born, if the glove doesn't fit, you must acquit.
1: The best.
0: He would also use this one-liner later on when he's wearing that ridiculous toque. (laughs) He actually wore a similar one, and he spoke to prove that it did not change his appearance. It's no disguise. It makes no sense. It doesn't fit. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. Oh,
1: (laughs) man. I thought you were like, that's no disguise. You gotta free these guys. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It should always it should always that be a different ride. You needed
0: to be on the dream team. That's
1: Too bad dra- See 12. this hat? It couldn't have been Matt. <laughs> Thank you, Johnny. <laughs> wow.
0: Thank you. Your brain works fast.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: On July sixth, after four hundred and eighty-eight exhibits, fifty-eight witnesses, the prosecution rested without bringing up the Bronco Chase. The fact that when O.J. turned himself in, he had his passport and a fake beard and mustache on him. What? Yep. Although, they may not have brought this one up because the defense took it upon themselves to bring up the beard and mustache. (laughs) And when they did, they said that Simpson ordered the disguise because he was trying to avoid being recognized when he took his kids to Disneyland.
1: Ugh, that sounds so fucking believable, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I hate that. <laughs> if you were I
0: was like, I just didn't want to be recognized, you'd be like, who's going yeah. to
1: recognize? <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> Actually, you you could get recognized.
1: That's true. Yeah, do you get recognized a lot? Uh, I do, yeah. yeah. Not a lot. Is but it when yeah. you
0: talk mostly?
1: Um, Yeah, no, not really. It used to be, but we do a lot of social media videos and All stuff. Right. So people, we used to have, uh, it was worse when we had. Uh, worse. I don't particularly care for it. It makes me very uncomfortable. I understand the appeal of it, though. Like, we had— You're like,
0: I get why people love me much. No, I mean,
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, we had we had billboards for a couple of years, which were the fucking worst. Because every and time— And you guys
0: were in every uh, bus station, too. Yeah, and
1: bus shelters and yeah, everything. I saw your And, you for and yeah, with the exception of, like, sometimes it's a, a Kids get a, th- like, they listen to us on their bu- school bus ride or something or on the way to school, and they get a kick out of it. That's yeah. kind of fun. Like, when a yeah, kid's that's like, because <sighs> kids are honest. <laughs> kids just will tell you, like, if you sound like dog shit on the radio or not. Kids no, that's th- true. They wouldn't tell me that because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh But, yeah, yeah, I would get recognized a, a little bit. Yeah, sometimes I'll pull the hat down a little closer if I've had a couple of pops or something wow. somewhere.
0: You know, sometimes it's lost on me, what I'm sitting here with.
1: <laughs>
0: it's pretty amazing
1: what about you did you ever wear a fake beard or you feel the real thing is a good enough job for no, you no
0: <laughs> I mean my, my peach fuzz grows in pretty nice They're
1: peach fuzz Our <laughs> <laughs> landscaper now is on a riding mower with a dart hanging
0: how many smokes does this man have
1: that's a stressful job
0: how is he still here it's not that big of a yard I
1: know I don't know he's just hanging
0: we have a landscaper, and he's like, I feel like he's there for twenty minutes. This guy's been here for like four.
1: Yeah, hours. I think he grows weed in our back forty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're fairly regulated there, buddy.
0: <laughs> okay, so again, you know, it's
1: OJ had the fake beard.
0: OJ had a fake beard, and he was wearing it because he wanted to.
1: Take his kids to Disney World. You he wants got them it. to have Bingo, the best life ever, and would never do anything to jeopardize no, that. Like taking their he definitely away. didn't
0: want to slaughter would, their mother and have them walk out. Never get their, to their them. mother away. Never do that. On September fifth, Judge Lance Ito, um, who by the way, Marsha Clark called an idiot multiple times in her book.
1: Yeah, I mean the whole wife Furman thing. That's a conflict as she, far as I'm uh, concerned.
0: Marsha Clark yeah. thinks that first of all, he was put on administration. For, like, years before.
1: Well, he loved this trial.
0: He, oh, yeah. Like and he, he loved O.J. He wanted cameras.
1: Bell. He wanted it all. Like yeah, he was and he really liked
0: fucker. O.J., yeah. Yeah. So she was like, he was an idiot. He was nowhere qualified to mm-hmm. do this trial. She's like, he was on administration leave for, like, years before he was brought back. And then they put him on this high-profile case.
1: Yeah, take it easy, Marsha. You fucked up, too. So it's not all <laughs> Right? Uh-huh. I mean, everybody. It's a colossal fuck-up. Oh, yeah. Well, except for the Except defense. for
0: Johnny Cochran. Yeah, that's
1: right. Yeah, <laughs> honestly.
0: So Judge Lance Ito allowed two small parts of the tapes where Mark Furman was using very disgusting language <laughs> to be played. I'm not going to repeat what he said. Mm-hmm. The N-word makes me extremely uncomfortable.
1: Even saying N-word is gross. I, I like don't even N- like to think about it. Word, yeah,
0: And um, they said it a lot in my ear, and I was— put off by the whole situation. So if you're interested, it's not, it's not hard, hard to, find. to find. You can yeah. just find it, yeah. So he did drop the N-word a lot of times. On September 26th, Christopher Darton gave the closing arguments for the prosecution. He tried to drive home the abuse and the DNA at the scene, which unfortunately had already been...
1: Yeah, written off by the yeah. jury because the defense was away
0: September 27th, Johnny Cochran gave his closing statements. He used the famous line again and would mainly focus on the glove... Christopher Darton would later say that he ached with regret that he hadn't listened to Marsha about the glove,
1: mm. and he was trying to like really because Cochran was like his mentor, yeah, like you know. Like and I
0: the, I really liked Christopher Darton too. Like I same
1: here, yeah. I mean, all of the work he did for the community in L, like in L A in California, like all the st- I don't know. I just thought he was a terrific guy. Yeah, like out of that whole. Kind of scenario, I thought that aside from the actual victims, he got it the worst. Yeah.
0: Johnny Cochran also said that police had conspired to frame Simpson. October 2nd, the jury would go into deliberation and less than four hours later, which is like insanely short.
1: It's, it's, he was innocent before they even got in the room.
0: Yeah. Was um, there
1: any, sorry, I want to question Mark for, was there any like, any kind of evidence that he would have planted, like that they actually found out that was a plant? I know that there was
0: talk no, years I ago. No, I don't but, think he planted anything, but he... It um, didn't look
1: good that he was the solo guy to find. He was
0: the guy to find it. He scaled the wall. He took that upon himself to do that kind of stuff. Like, and it right. was a warrantless search. Like, it's, uh, it wasn't a good look for Mark Furman to be the one to find these things. But. Yeah.
1: <sighs> Who's come out, and he's quite a successful author. Like, as far as racist pieces of garbage go.
0: (laughs) I've watched nearly every interview that I can find with the guy. He doesn't make himself any more (laughs) likable. Yeah. But, um, so, yeah. Four hours later, they would come back. Judge Lance Ito would say that the verdict would be read the next day. I'd be like, come on, man.
1: Dragging it out. Wanted the circus. Yeah.
0: So, on October 3rd of 1994... With 150 million viewers. Wow. OJ Simpson was deemed not guilty in the murder of Ronald Lyle Goldman and Nicole Brown. Jesus. When the verdict is read, Robert Kardashian looks like he's going to be sick. Have you seen that? No. Okay, so OJ, when they read the not guilty, OJ goes like...
1: Yeah. And Robert
0: Kardashian goes...
1: (sighs) Oh, like, like, I was like, uh, oh. He is,
0: it doesn't look happy. It looks like, oh my God, what did we just do? Yeah, That's honest to God. Like, I can't see any form of happiness in it. And Kris Jenner would later say that if Robert Kardashian believed that OJ Simpson was guilty, his Christian values and, like, the way he was as a human being, and they were divorced at this time, mm-hmm. like, he wouldn't be able to do this. So, like, he probably got... So far into it, and then he was like, "Oh shit!" He realized, and like his face is just like, "Oh my god!" Like what the you have to look it up later on because it's like,
1: I still think he was his fixer and helped him stash that evidence bag. And I'm sorry, Kim, I don't believe you for one second. And again, I got no Kim, evidence to support my theory. Join
0: the Patreon. <laughs> That's right. You Kim. have the money.
1: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Although he must be pretty proud of his daughter Kim becoming a law like. On her way to becoming a, a lawyer. Didn't she fail the baby bar? Yeah, but I mean, you know, she was also married to Kanye. So I think the fact that she knew what a baby bar was at the time was amazing. Yeah. Uh, but well, she just passed something with flying colors. Isn't it colors. amazing
0: that you don't have to go to law school to become a lawyer?
1: Yeah. I think it's fantastic.
0: Like if you pass the bar, you're like good as gold.
1: Yeah. Well, also, you can represent yourself with zero that's education true. whatsoever. That's true. Why, that's a lot.
0: Well, I mean, it's your own right to defend yourself, idiot. Mm. <laughs> like You can, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, that is true. <laughs> good for you. You can do whatever you want to do,
1: but if you fuck it up, that's your problem. I wonder if they let you be your own lawyer and plead the fifth at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> good. Your honor. You're arguing with yourself as your own attorney. <laughs>
0: So, uh, when the verdict is read, Robert Kardashian looks like he's going to be sick, and Ron Goldman's sister Kim can be heard openly sobbing. Oh, fuck. Um, But the Goldmans and the Browns would sue OJ in a civil case for the wrongful deaths of their loved ones, and the jury would be made up of six men and six women. And unlike the criminal case, the verdict does not need to be unanimous. Mm. Uh, They only require nine out of 12 to make the ruling. October 23rd of 1996, opening statements would begin. On October 22nd, OJ is forced to get up and testify, which he didn't have to do in the criminal case.
1: So within two years... This guy's fucking in court all the time. You got OJ all over the
0: place. Yeah, OJ, OJ, OJ. It's like Marsha, (laughs) Marsha, Marsha. He denies killing Nicole and Ron, but he also cannot explain all the evidence that points directly to him. OJ also explains that he is now more than $850,000 in debt. December 4th, a volunteer from a woman's shelter would testify that they received a call from Nicole Brown five days before she was brutally murdered. On January 16th of 1997, both sides rested after 101 witnesses. February 4th, OJ is liable in the two deaths. $25 million is to be split between Nicole's parents and Ron's parents, and then eight point five million dollars in compensatory damages is rewarded to Fred
1: Goldman. Uh, Compensation for like for like medical um, or not med- medical? Sorry, lost legal wages, bills. And st- oh, legal. okay. Yeah. Wow.
0: So the Goldmans alone would be awarded nineteen million dollars, and that would increase by ten percent every year that it went unpaid.
1: So, what's it at now? So,
0: (laughs) OJ had said that he would never pay a dime to the families, and he sure tried not to. His $300,000 a year pension was untouchable. And then he moved to Florida, which is a debt-friendly state, and they would not put a lien on his home. So, he was able to own a home there without having. Mm, shit. So, if you own it, um, you know, they can't touch it. So he covered his ass that way, not to mention he was also no longer welcome back to his old Brentwood neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> they would also create a fake business. This is really interesting. A fake business, and it was called LBA, which stood for Lorraine Brook Associates, which was the middle name of both of his daughters. The company would be a way for him to get paid the money, and it would first go to LBA, and then would make its way to OJ. So it was a shell company to hide assets and avoid paying the families. Oh dear, boy. Um, but this company also owned the rights to OJ's book, If I Did It. And that was also through this company that OJ received the 880000 forward that he got when he signed the contract to write the book. Arnell Simpson, who is OJ's oldest daughter, is the founder of LBA, because if OJ owned it, it would be considered an asset. <laughs> But when Fred Goldman caught wind that OJ was going to release the book, he was outraged. Not only was Fred outraged, but the public was as well, initially forcing the book to get pulled off of the shelves. But the publication company HarperCollins tried to reason with the Goldmans and offer them a cut of the profits. Um, The fighting over the book went on for so long that eventually it forced LBA into bankruptcy, which would leave the rights of the book in the hands of a private trustee and the rights of the book would eventually be auctioned off because the Goldmans now had a credit of almost $34 million of which OJ also owed them they made the offer for the rights and they would pay 10% of the profits that the book made into the bankruptcy court okay so um, <sighs> it would cover the other debtors that were they the, LBA owed them money right So, to cover the other debtors that LBA had, and the courts found this offer to be more than reasonable. But the Goldmans would have to keep the current name of the book. They wanted to change it to, like, the double murder or something, something. Mm -hmm. Um, So, what they did to do, they made the if teeny tiny, and the words, I did it, were in bright red and bold. And there is the third and final episode of my OJ Simpson trial. (laughs) So, what do you think?
1: Uh, good guy. Uh, really just, wow. Really misunderstood guy, that he, You know what? I
0: agree. No, I agree. come
1: on. He's a piece of shit. Everybody knows this. It's just <laughs> fucking crazy he's up there free, living a lifestyle like that people would never be able to achieve in yeah. a million years. And he's All just... All you had to
0: do was not kill people. You were living uh, a great life.
1: He's on Twitter. Or he's having a good fucking time. He's like, Jesus. We're really disappointed in you, OJ. Have you seen... <laughs> The SNL sketch, because SNL went hog wild on O.J.
0: They went ham?
1: With, I mean, Norm MacDonald, legendary. So O.J. was staying at this guy Don Buckwall's house. No, sorry, not Don Buckwall. Dick Ebersole.
0: Dick Ebersole. Dick
1: Dick Ebersall was the head of NBC late night.
0: Why was he staying at his house?
1: Because O.J. needed a place to stay while the trial was going on or something. Oh, I see.
0: It was closer to the courthouse maybe?
1: Or I think it was just quieter. Or probably a Rockingham wouldn't one back. <laughs> and uh he was the head of like NBC sports at one time. So him and OJ, super good buds. Then he takes over NBC late night, like on the East Coast, which is SNL. Then you got Norm MacDonald ripping and OJ in a new asshole every Saturday night for probably two, three, maybe four years. Oh my gosh. And then they uh they got rid of Norm because he was making fun of his boss's buddy, OJ.
0: From SNL? Yeah. That's why Norm Macdonald left.
1: Well, Norm Macdonald was fired from Weekend Update because there were too many OJ jokes. You're lying. Now, I mean, this is the story. This wow. is the legendary, this is the legend of Norm Macdonald on, on SNL. And, I mean, there was even a great sketch with Tim Meadows as OJ, as a, a color commentator, doing, I don't even know, you know what a, the... Uh, Teletron or whatever it is, but it's, uh, yeah, that reads your, that's no, like a TV and then you can write on it with a marker and the TV will telestrate or the TV will show like, you know, you do zeros and okay. All right, this guy's going to go up here down to the middle and he's going to make a right hook pass. And- oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, So all of a sudden OJ is writing out the plans. It's a knife no, it says I did it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: it is such a wild case. And I'm like, I, everything I left in there, I feel like I had to leave in there. Like, it just kind of lends itself to, like, the relationship. This guy is never leaving. A landscaper? Fuck no. He's going to be here until the morning show on Tuesday. <laughs> 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 but, um, yeah, no, I just felt like you needed to kind of see his and Nicole's relationship. And, like, it was very interesting to read OJ's version and then Faye's version because they're so... It was like two different universes that these two lived in. And then I had Marsha Clark's version and, uh, I mean, she was somewhere in between.
1: Yeah. And then just like the whole chronic abuser, like domestic violence, so much domestic violence. I just think anytime somebody's killed that there's a history of domestic violence, it's a no-brainer.
0: Right. Well, yeah. You
1: know, and that's a wrong assumption. I get it. You shouldn't blank it. Fuck, come at me. I don't give a shit. Oh, my I, God. Th- Matt is assholes. calling you on. Yeah, that's right, abusers. What <laughs> if they're going to come and kick your ass, they, they're they used to doing stuff like that. No, they wouldn't kick my ass. Why? Because I'd stand up to them. I'd be like, listen, you jerks. No, I don't know. No, they'd probably <laughs> uh, they'd probably be too intimidated. They wouldn't hit another guy.
0: Oh, are you going to wear your Rogers security jacket? I
1: should wear my Sky home security jacket.
0: It's like 40 degrees outside. <laughs> Just boring sweat.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Pardon me. Oh,
0: am I boring you? No.
1: I'm sorry. He he nodded yes. I did not nod yes. He nodded yes.
0: It's you guys, I'm dealing with Fucking diva here. Oh my
1: God. How (laughs) dare you?
0: (laughs) All right. You're free to have the rest of your long weekend.
1: What do you do for the rest of the long weekend? I'm taking
0: my kids to the rec room tomorrow.
1: Oh, nice. Because it is
0: my favorite place on earth.
1: Yeah, big ass arcade.
0: I once took my kids there. We got there at 11 o'clock in the morning, Mm -hmm. left at 7.30 at night. Baller alert. We stayed there for lunch and dinner. Wow. And I could have stayed longer if their bed wasn't at 8 o'clock. Wow. I was like, you guys are lame. Let's go home.
1: Impressive.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love the rec room so much. My girlfriend messaged me yesterday. She's like, I'm at the rec room with my kids, and I love this place. I'm like, I will marry the owner. Gender, age, nothing matters. I will marry that
1: person. (laughs) What's your friend? uh, What's her deal? Uh, Well, she was
0: there with her children and probably her husband.
1: Oh, Husband. Hard pass children. I'm like, well, she already done it a couple of times.
0: <laughs> she ain't no stranger to the thing. Here's the thing, Matt. Yo, it up. I don't think any of us 80s babies mm-hmm. are finding virgins anymore.
1: <laughs> finding virgins.
0: <laughs> it's my first time. Uh, you're 40.
1: Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what
0: are you, fucking Michael Scott?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Michael Scott was in the office.
0: Okay, it's the same thing, Matt. I don't need you to... Be correcting me.
1: Fine. You're what right. was his
0: name in the show? In, in the, the movie?
1: Sh- I don't know. The picture. Andy. What
0: was his name Andy?
1: It was. 40 year old version. It was Andy something Go.
0: What's his real name?
1: Steve Carell.
0: Hey, Siri. Mm-hmm. What is Steve Carell's name in the 40 year old version?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I found this on the web for what yeah, is Steve Carell's name in the 40 year old
0: version? <laughs> Just Andy. Just as Andy. Thanks, Siri. Yeah, see, Siri doesn't
1: know shit. Alexa knows everything. Siri Siri doesn't know shit. Like,
0: she's like, here, you want homework?
1: Yeah, it's (laughs) like, yeah. Siri's like, oh, hey, Siri, uh, when was WrestleMania 10? Oh, here's what I found on the web. Hey, Siri, guess what I can (laughs) fucking do? Go on the goddamn (laughs) web. You asshole.
0: Siri is an asshole. And you know what? Sometimes when I'm talking to my kids and I'm like, hey, sweetie. What? She'll probably perk up because she goes, whenever I say, hey, sweetie, she's oh, like. she's
1: looking for attention? Uh-huh. I know. And you've got her <laughs> Australian, guy. too.
0: He's just, he's, he's right outside the window. There's only going to be the patch right in front of this window. That's died. right. Yeah,
1: he doesn't have any issues with Siri and Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> fuck no. He, he needs to that. stop
0: smoking so much, though. So I'm going to go talk to him. Nah,
1: he's good. It's, it's the ash that does good on the lawn. He's only smoking so you can ash <laughs> oh, on
0: our grass. Oh. Yeah. He's, he is infecting his lungs for. A cause. Okay, well that's you know what? That's commendable then.
1: That's what I thought. Yeah, here you are, <laughs> taking a big shit on him. Nice.
0: Sorry, Lloyd. I think his name's probably Lloyd. Is his name
1: Lloyd? It would be Lloyd, yeah. No, <laughs> I think it's Samuel L. Jackson. For <laughs> oh my <God>. Weird. Three parter.
0: <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. Okay, fine. Okay. Bye. bye. <laughs>